Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Ray and Tay Today. Talking sports with friends. Bella, just talk about sports. Here it is, y'all. We're on the air. Sit on the sofa, throw your hands in the air. We're talking sports so you can come on and listen. NFL predictions, what you're missing, nothing. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. You're listening to Ray and Tay today, and I'm Ray, tall Rayside. And I'm Tay, Eric Taylor. It is Viernes. We got a Friday, some good football, definitely NFL, a little bit of college. And Ray, Kawhi Leonard might be coming back Saturday or Tuesday, so that would be great for when we start to get into the NBA in a, you know, that's about a week guy. or so. You know, we, we miss Kawhi. So, Let's start off with Thursday night. We'll get to the Heisman for you college football fans that tweet at us and stuff. We know, you know, it's kind of whatever. But I think last night, Ray, through a very weird, bizarre game, the Falcons kept their playoff hopes and season potentially alive. And as a friend of ours to the show said, Sean Payton he lost his composure. He should get fined for the choking to Freeman. But do you think he's feeling the pressure to win the Super Bowl there now because they might want to move on from him or he might want to leave and go to New York? What do you think? Do you think the Falcons did a big, big win? And do you think Sean Payton's days in New Orleans are numbered because he wants to go somewhere else? So Sean Payton and Drew Brees are – like Brady and Belichick, right? They won themselves a Super Bowl. They're kind of linked at the hip. So I think that Sean Payton would not really look forward to, potentially look forward to being in New Orleans without Drew Brees. So to the extent that Drew Brees only has, you know, a couple more years maybe, I don't know, two, three more years left, then I think Sean Payton probably is thinking to himself, how long am I going to be in New Orleans? And as we say, if you're there for more than a decade, your message starts to wear on players and you're not as effective as you used to be. So very few coaches can be in one place for over a decade. So Peyton got there, I want to say 2003, I think, four, uh, right before Katrina. And he's been there for coming on 13, 14 years. So yes, he's probably not going to be there much longer he probably – I don't know that he's feeling that much stress um, more than any other football coach, and, and the guy already has a Super Bowl, and, and he's kind of a hero down there in, in New Orleans. So I think he just lost his mind a little bit. <laughs> it happens. It's a that was a crazy job. game, huh? Yeah, that was a crazy game. And you know what? That game was big because if New Orleans wins it, they pretty much have punched their ticket to, to the playoffs. Um, they certainly right, and now the out. Panthers have a shot to, to tie them up for the NFC South lead, even yeah. though they lose the tiebreaker because the Saints. Well, they would have gotten rid of Atlanta, too, in terms yeah. of, you know, even if they don't win the division, they'd certainly be the fifth seed, uh, you know, in the conference. But in any event, I think Peyton is, is fine. They'll be fine. It's all about the playoffs. Uh, Al Mara, that's more concerning to me if there's any long-term implications there, um, you know, concussions and getting hit in the head. Yeah. Well, you he tweeted tell. out that he'd be fine and ready to go next weekend. So uh, hopefully you know, another young kid will be. 
doctors need to say you're fine. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Concussion protocol. Speaking of which, I mean, you know, the Cincinnati Bengals, they don't have Joe Mixon. They don't have um, Vontez Perfect or um, Dre Kilpatrick. So they're all concussions, and they're ruled out already. Amari Cooper might be ruled out. This is, this is for all the fantasy football fans. I know people, you know, are all excited in the first week of the playoffs. So people are really worried about, you know, is my guy playing? You know, <laughs> it's real stressful for folks around this time of year. So, Ray, let's get to the picks, man. And obviously no real college football to pick, so we'll talk about the Heisman. But we got a couple of decent games. Let's start off with the Vikings at the Panthers. I'm going to let you hit it first, Ray. What what happens here? Because both teams need to win. You know, these are two teams I can't really get a handle on because I don't know what they are. Um, you know, from week to week, they play well. They play well defensively. They do enough on offense. Case Keenum will surprise you and, and, and kind of explode on offense, and so will Cam Newton. So I think this game is ultimately going to come down to who can execute in the fourth quarter, and I think I'm going to put my money on Cameron Jarrell Newton and mm. say that the Carolina Panthers, even though they're banged up a little bit and on offense you have worries about them consistently – Minnesota Vikings aren't going to run away from anybody, and I think this will be a close game. I think Graham Gano probably kicks a field goal in the fourth quarter to win this game. But this is this is a, a grinder. This is one of those, you know, these two teams NFC are probably really competitive evenly matched. Yeah. yeah, and there's no real explosive, you know, Stephon Diggs maybe in Minnesota. Uh, your boy McCaffrey in Carolina, but I, I think this is going to be a low-scoring, tight game. So I'll say Carolina wins. <laughs> 23-21. Hmm. I was thinking about the exact same score. I look at it like this, though. I don't know if the Panthers, the front seven is, is, is stout and bout about it. But at home, I don't know if they can handle Diggs and Thielen, which has become like the real dynamic duo of receivers in the NFL, making Case Keenum look like a pro bowler and, and a, you know, a long distance MVP candidate. So um, I want to say Panthers with everything that I can think of, but for some strange reason, I think it's 24, 23, the Vikings and you get a late field goal. And Latavius Latavius Murray's been heating up a little bit and then little dink passes to uh, Jared McKinnon. So I, I, I'll take the Vikings in a very, very close battle. Um, Now, not much to really talk about the AFC West. I, I guess you could toy, toss a coin with all the injuries and stuff. You got any thoughts on the Raiders Chiefs? Somebody's got to win the division. So. Yeah. I mean, can the Chiefs just totally implode? I don't know. I'll say I'll say the Chiefs, you know, string it together and win this game. They actually showed a lot of offensive oof last week. Just their defense didn't show up. The Raiders, to me, I, I don't know. These two teams, again, so disappointing. But I'll say the Chiefs at home. Yeah, no, I, I would definitely have to agree with that. So we got an interesting game. The first time, I think, ever that the Titans are visiting the Arizona Cardinals. Now, the Cardinals season is probably over. They have an outside shot if they ran the table to win the, get in the wild card. But the Titans are playing for seeding to win the, their division title to be, you know, the third seed and not the fourth. 
um, to avoid either who's, you know, Patriots Steelers winner next weekend. This is an interesting game, but I think the Titans are too much. And John Brown and Adrian Peterson, for you fantasy folks, he's out again. So I, I think the Titans, you know, Fitzgerald will go off, but you can't run on the Titans anyway. So I think the Titans win this game. Ooh. Like 23-17, I'll take the Titans. You know, the Tennessee Titans, you know, there's a lot of these inconsistent teams out there. But when they're right, I like the Tennessee Titans. I think Mariota can make plays. He doesn't make mistakes. They have that two-headed running monster between Henry and Murray. They have your boy, who Eric Pitts in his fantasy all the time, Delaney Walker. If he's available. I don't have him this year. Only in one but league. You tried. The you league tried. I have him. <laughs> in the league, People I have him. I didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> People got hip to him. And, and, and you know me. I called out Arizona from the beginning of the season. Now with no running game, I just think Tennessee's got too much. They're, they're just going to be too much. I think they'll they'll just control the ball, run it down their throat. So I'm going to say Tennessee actually wins pretty big. So I'll say 30 to 20. Mm. The Eagles, they stayed out on the West Coast. Hopefully, uh, you know, they send out prayers for everybody out there in Ventura and all over Los Angeles with the fires. So hopefully the Eagles and Rams aren't breathing in all the fumes. I don't know how they could not be, but we got a big time game. And it's the Rams defense. Can they duplicate what Seattle did to sort of stop Wentz and the Eagles high powered offense? And I don't know if they could do that two weeks in a row. So I think this is going to be some points. The question is, can the Rams against a better defense keep up with the scoring? And I'm not sure if they can. I think it'll be close. They'll be, they'll be able to run with Gurley. Um, still no Robert Woods. So you're, you're dependent on Cooper Cup and Watkins and Joe Everett. You know, shout out to Gerald Levert. But I think the Eagles will win this, Ray. I'm going to say they bounce back and – I'll take them a field goal, 27-24. They'll cover the spread. So I think going to the West Coast was smart. Staying on the West Coast, I should say, was smart for two weeks. Sometimes it's the best to focus when you're away from home, away from the distractions. And losing was the worst thing that happened to the Rams. Uh, The the Eagles losing last week was the worst thing that happened to the Rams. I think the Eagles have been coming here ready to roll. Their front seven is deep. They rotate the front four, especially. Their corners are playing well. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey got his money. Legarius oh, yeah. The three-headed monster at running back. Carson Remember Wentz. I told you they should do that as soon as possible. They, I'm glad they did. Carson Wentz is trying to get his MVP. I think they're humming. I got a feeling that, that they're going to do to the Rams what Seattle did to them. So I think the Eagles are actually going to shut the Rams down and they're going to win and flex on the Rams and reclaim that position atop the a, uh, the NFC. So I think the Eagles win pretty easily. I'll say they win 27-20. Now going back to the East and the Southeast, a long trip. I think it's the longest one of the season, they say. The Seahawks had the Jags. Um, look, this Jacksonville Jaguars team is really physical for net the defense, um, even Blake Bortles. We, we got to start to give him some love. He's put it together. Him and Marquise Lee have been playing really well the last three weeks. Um, the question is, can 
Russell Wilson stay alive and get hunted by Calais Campbell and Dexter Fowler and all these, you know, Dante Fowler and all these guys. I actually think the Jaguars are going to pull this one out. I think it's going to be a rough and tumble game. I think the Jaguars win an ugly game, 17-16 over my Seahawks. And then after that, the Seahawks run the table, even beating your Cowboys. But I think the Jaguars get this win to keep pace with the Titans, right? I look at the eight and four Jaguars, and I think to myself, "Wow, <laughs> are they really an eight and four team? I mean, their defense is a ten and two team, but their offense is like a four and eight team." So, I look at this Jaguar team, and I think they can be shut down. Fournette's having a great rookie year, but uh, you know, Bortles and Marquise Lee, these are not these are not my guys. I, I don't I don't believe that they even at home that they can beat. Now we're in the playoff run, right? We have 12 games down. We have four games down the stretch. Last quarter mm-hmm. of the season, they're not for real. I think the Seattle Seahawks, even though they have inconsistency on offense, they'll find a way to rely far too much on Russell Wilson. We talked about this, but he'll deliver, and they'll go into Jacksonville and take care of business. I think they shut down the Jaguars and went pretty easily. I'll say 2017. Hmm. Okay. I like that one. Um, well, then we've, we've got the classic battle Steelers hosting the, the Ravens Sunday night football. Um, I think, you know, it's hard. I think this one, they want to win for their brother, their fallen soldier who had spinal surgery. We send out our prayers to Ryan Shazier. Juju's not there, which I think he should have got the fine. Maybe Georgia Alioka should have been suspended, but he's playing for Bengals. Um, Weird game. The spread's five and a half. I don't know if the Steelers can cover the spread, but I do think in these games, you know, it's usually nine or seven points or less. I think the Steelers will get get enough going. Even though the Ravens now, they've got a solid running game and Alex uh, Collins and Woodhead's back and Flacco and Mike Wallace are hitting up. Steelers secondary has been playing good enough, and I think T.J. Watt is going to step up in the second part, the last part of his rookie year. Um to help out with Ryan Shazier gone and all the guys. So I'm going to say, yeah, they do it. They cover it. They win 26-20, and it's going to be a lot of lady on. These games are always close, NFC North games. It's interesting what Ben Roethlisberger said. He basically said Cincinnati's a dirty team, and it always gets dirty, and Baltimore's just as physical, but at least they keep it clean. Yeah, AFC North, yeah, it's physical football, but clean with the Ravens. You're right, yeah? Yeah, and and I think this is going to be a close game. You know I don't like the combat. When when, when your three best players are Flacco, Collins, and and, and Mike Wallace, you know my man uh, (laughs) Danny Woodhead, that's my guy from from, uh, (laughs) the Chargers, didn't didn't do me right in fantasy, but that's a whole other story. I do think, though, that that, that this game – could be a blowout if the Steelers get their get their juju going. But Juju's not there, and I don't think the Steelers are going to have their juju. I think they'll do enough to win, but I think it'll be a classic AFC North battle. Steelers win a close one. Not to say they would ever sleep on the Ravens, but they certainly are looking ahead to the Patriots next week. So I'll say Steelers win 23-20. Mm. Well, the Heisman, you know, they had some awards last night. Obviously, Bryce Love wins best running back, Doe Walker, and um, Baker Mayfield gets the best quarterback and best player. And, you know, 
the Heisman is tomorrow night. It should be great. Only three gentlemen invited, which is kind of crazy when your boy from San Diego State Pumphrey runs for 2,027 rushing yards. Now, Bryce Love, right, 1973, that's a lot of rushing yards. So, but do you think Lamar comes in second? And, well, maybe do you think Baker doesn't win it? I mean, Baker threw for over 4,300 yards. What do you think happens? I would say Baker, Lamar, and then Bryce Love, because Lamar, with all these guys that went to the pros from Louisville, had a better season than he did last year when he won it, passing and rushing. And people sleep on him. You're right, but people tend to get Heisman fatigue, and I think it's just sexier to put somebody else in there. So, no doubt Baker Mayfield wins. Yeah, He's going to run away with it. He'll dominate. I think that uh, Love will be second because nobody expected him to have such a breakout season, especially on a Stanford team that is struggling uh, offensively, even though David Shaw is, a, is an offensive guy. Nobody expected you know, his dominance. You're right. Yeah, they had no real quarterback. The numbers on Lamar Jackson are are, are special. But I think Mm -hmm. that that, that's how it will go. Mayfield love Jackson. I'll be curious to see who comes in fourth and fifth. (laughs) Really, that's that's what's more more interesting to me. You know what I mean? And they're not even uh, in New York. Good for Baker. Good for college football. Um, You know, Army, Navy, college hoops are starting, getting heated up. You know, Cavaliers, what, going for 14 in a row tonight? So, there's a lot going on, man. It's definitely heating up. Everybody, have a great sports weekend. Yeah, have a great sports weekend. We'll catch you on the other side with the Heisman Trophy announced. Yeah, that, that that's always fun. It's a special award anyway. So, all right. Talk to you on Monday. Enjoy the game. Let's go Steelers. Great sports week. We are out.